I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Supercoach 360. How you doing? Your boy, Jazzy J. We're back in the coach's box. We've got my faithful companions, Con, Bergs, and Louie. We're all here. We are here to talk Supercoach. Con, how you doing, brother? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, very, very good. I've uh, I've been having a couple of chats over the weekend. I had a chat with a bloke named Adrian about a site called RugbyLeagueFantasyPro.com. Pretty cool site. It's uh, it's very interesting. It's also got a, uh, it's got Supercoach Pro app. It's got a Punter Pro if you're into that. It's got a Rugby League Fantasy Pro, and there's another one, but I'm not sure what it is. Uh, I think it's for draft stars and stuff like that, where you know week by week you play for money. Um, but lots of info, lots of stats, lots of projections, lots of interesting numbers, lots of interesting information. Um, we had a, a full chat with him, and he took us through uh, sort of the website and, and what it does. Uh, you can find that on our Facebook. So. If you want to find some cool numbers, definitely go and give that a bit of a watch. Um, I've shown you the site, Con. What were your first thoughts? Yeah, no, it looks like there's some good handy information on there. Yeah, you like it? About players starting, not starting, what minutes they played specifically. Um, yeah, a few things on there piqued my interest. Yeah, like what? Like, talk, talk us through it. Like, I mean, as someone who loves to super coach, what did you sink your teeth into once we showed you to, showed you the, the website? I think you took a bit of a shine to the forward minutes and the forward analytics, didn't you? The game log's an interesting, another interesting feature. Yeah, the forward analytics was good. Where it broke down when they started, what minutes they played, score, so you could judge accordingly and they showed you where they moved in rotation as well what minutes were actually and what points were earned whilst they were playing particular minutes in a particular position within the one game it'll show you in the three four different positions perhaps if a player plays in them exactly where all the points were scored which led to their total score that week it's very very broken down it's really cool uh, another thing which i saw was uh you're able to narrow down left and right edges where they score and leak points uh, yep. Another very useful tool for when Definitely. you're looking at sides, especially as you start assessing form going into the season, round three, round four. Where are these teams actually at? Where are they leaking points? Where are they making points? What's going on? It's Yeah, it's incredible. The the way the data's just there and all broken down for you. You've got uh, another interesting feature, the captains. 
I'm very, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that throughout the season. What do you mean? Well, you can see people's captain choices and exactly who they captained that week, how they went against other captains and things like that. Like, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. You can have, you, I think you can input your team or your opponent's team name and have a look at um, game logs. No, actually, that's, I think, for clubs, seeing how they've gone against other clubs. There so, is another website where you can put in your opponent's team. and Yeah. I said it last year, but I can't remember the name of it now. Fuck, what a plug, Con. You're a real salesman, you know that, eh? Gotcha. Got good me. tight, good tight. Yeah, especially in the middle of another plug for, you know, Adrian and RugbyLeagueFantasyPro.com. What a professional. No, but there are chats. We did do a chat with Adrian on the weekend. There you go. Welcome to the party. Hi, guys. Uh, uh, yeah, no, we did a chat with Adrian, put it in the Podmasters chat. I shared it to a couple of groups, uh, the Aussie Sports Legends, and I'm pretty sure I put it on the main NRL Supercoach Addicts page as well. So and I'm pretty sure I got approved. Appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, it was one of those things that it's very handy to those who use the thing. And I think even a bit of the tech idiot like myself could probably get away with using such such a such an app. Or such a thing on the computer, you know, website. Well, we had a look the other day after Super Bowl, and you were pissed getting around it, so that gives me confidence. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So good. <laughs> um, yeah. So, no, but I, I definitely recommend having a look at it. Yeah. What about you, Jazzy? The website. Yeah. That I've been talking about for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, I'm loving it. Good. Well, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Are we moving on, Bergs? No, no, obviously, yeah, we can do whatever you like. You're you're the the steer of the ship. Well, no, I mean, you've got the exact same list as I do. Pick something out. Uh, Let's talk about one of the topics this week, eh? We've got a few things to talk about. Yeah, I've got one. We've got a segment called Supercoach Talk with Juzzy that I'm really looking forward to because it got sprung on me tonight (laughs) that that's the title, so let's see how we go. Well, you know what? It's been a long time coming, like... This is this is your what fifth year of super coaching. Break it down, Jazzy. This is your fifth year of super coaching, and you've 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 gone through the super coach talk guide, um, the mega guide, the, the mega guide. The, 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 to boys. the guys at nrlsupercoachtalk.com. Yes, check that out, and and you've wrapped your head around the whole thing. So you you've done your homework this week, and I have done a bit of homework this week. What did you think of the the mega guide? Was it beneficial to you? And well, see, the funny thing is, reading the mega guide, I thought it was super beneficial, and then I showed you a team compiled based on things I'd learned in the mega guide, and you guys laughed at it. I also showed you a team compiled by what I found a rugby league fantasy pro, and you guys laughed at it. So I'm very up in the air, to be honest. Like watching the game has a lot to do with it. Uh, that's for, for sure because you guys are now talking all about trials. But yeah, like I, I feel like I have learned a lot, and it's really just narrowed down um, some lists of players for me to keep an eye on, or be looking to get in at the start, or just keep an eye out for some names uh, for throughout the year. And I actually want to get your opinion on some of the players that they've got listed there. I'm not going to give them all away, but there's a few players which we've mentioned. Um, I think you've got some pods for us later on too, don't you, Bergs? I do. I just want to touch up from last week because last week I did people who were averaging over sixty and, and were still pods. And I've got a few on this list which I feel all should go a bit better this year and if not get to the 60 average, if not beyond. Um, I didn't touch centre wings because I just thought it's it's a position that heavily relies on matchups. and people. Yeah, you know, like if you really look through it, there's really only top 10 
center wing is averaging over 60. It finishes with Zach Lomax, which which says it all. You know what I mean? Like that last year, Zach Lomax there wasn't in the top 10 at Those all. He play for a good team. It does, it does. And, and and it also comes up to that draw. Like you got to remember last year, there was runs where you had to add players or you just missed the boat because their draw was so soft and your new points were flowing, you know? Um, and yeah, I've just got a list that I think this week, I think couple, as long as team changes and, and and playing together a bit longer, like having another year together now, I feel a couple of these players should all progress. Uh, you just can go through it and tell me if I'm wrong with me later or whenever we're going to do it. Too. Do you want to do it now? Or you want to do it later? or No, no, we'll, we'll do it in a little bit. There's still a few other things as well. Um, I'm just quickly looking through my list, though, and I can tell you Zach Lomax isn't on it, so this is going to be interesting because <laughs> I've got a lot of players' names written down, and he's definitely not one of them. But he's also not one of the avoids, so that's probably a good well, thing. Well, no, he plays for the Dragons, so it's understandable. Well, that's it. Well, no, I was just, he was just an example. He was the 10th in the yeah, center wings yeah. that had scored 60 or above for the and year. That's, that, that's decent. Yeah, so, and yeah, he doesn't get heavily mentioned anyway. Because <laughs> he plays with the Dragons. So, we got uh, some second row forward talk from Braddo. Uh, we've got to talk trials team list for week two because I had a bit of a squeeze earlier and they're starting to look more like uh, full strength squads. Uh, we've got a couple of questions from Teddy and Perso. And uh, just shout out to everyone, especially if you love a chat. Uh, Gregory now has WhatsApp. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page and hit the WhatsApp link on our Facebook page, Supercoach360 on Facebook, and it's going to connect you straight through to Gregory's WhatsApp. So if you've got a uh, question that you really want to ask Connor, the fuck out then just go <laughs> for it. All right, to have a good chat. Greg, like to, Gregory's mantra, what, what was it, Greg? Later the better on a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you <laughs> Yeah, you'll get more annoyed by Gregory than he'll get by you, so... Fair. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Enjoy yourselves, though. But if you've ever wanted to be able to talk directly to Con, because we get that question quite a bit, uh, he doesn't have socials, he does have WhatsApp. Bam. Talk Glutton to Con. for punishment, some find people. Him, find him. Fridays and Saturdays are best. So just uh, facebook.com slash supercoach360. Hit the WhatsApp link on that page, and bang. There's Gregory at your fingertips. Um, at your fingertips. Well, a bit of both. Teddy Gregory, a couple time. hours a week. All right, let's not oversell For, my alcoholism. We're also going to talk. We've got uh, a massive shout out to the Podmasters and the good things they do. If you're looking for Supercoach info, make sure you hit up NRL Podmasters Cup on Facebook. Um, run by Cando, just absolutely brilliant. Wealth of Supercoach information. Mad Supercoach minds in there as well. I think you find there's not up to fifty content creators like littered through there so it's gone from just a couple to now it's 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 a wealth of super coach information in there so so get in it get amongst it get on it for sure um where was i at burgo the ring we've got a ring here it is make sure if you're gonna win it you have a small hand or propose to the wife of it, save yourself some, um, but yeah, no, it's a very good ring. I'm going to do a pin post to the top of our page. I'm going to work out how to do that through the week, but the idea is whoever can share the most, we can get the ring the further. So we're going to tag Supercoach Champions 
dot com in in the post and whoever does the most shares is in with a chance to win the ring at the end of the season i'll be keeping an eye on the shares so um you share it the most and it's yours the ring's yours you can be the champion without even winning a head-to-head <laughs> now i'm going to come up with something way better than that oh yeah and in uh, the next two weeks i'm going to fill you all in all right can that thing that i just said then beautiful that's right. plan b that's plan B. Yeah, Gregory don't remember. I was about to say, someone write that down, yeah? Gregory's coming up with something in two weeks. It's going to well, be bigger and better. We've got at least better. four Gregory appearances probably in between here and then, so. All right. He's hoping he's a thinking man. But no, we have the ring, so it's definitely on offer for someone out there. Well, all right. Let's jump into uh, a quick list from what I've looked up this week. So, Dream Team something, which I've been working on, right? Yep. So... I want to talk about the dream team and why I should make one. So, Bergs, why should I make myself a dream team before I start the year? Well, Sammy gives you a goal. Like, granted, a ball hasn't been kicked, so you don't know who the, the key players are, but you, you still got an idea last year who was leaps and bounds in front, you know? And you can base your team off that sort of knowledge, unless someone obviously breaks out through the year, then you're subject to change. But by the end of the year, you're going to want your Harry Grants and most likely whoever's doing well, Reese Robson, yeah, your Hines, Teddy Turbo if they're fit. <clears throat> These are the people you're gonna definitely want, you know. Monster. Um, yeah. Who you got there in your dream team that you want at the end, like? In my dream team that I want at the end. Okay. Well, Here's my list of potentials because I'm keeping my options open. Burton Dewey. Um. Uh, <clears throat> Five eighth, uh, I've got Burton, Munster, Brown, or Dewey. Yeah, I think E four. And any any Cody, of those. Cody four. Walker should also be included in that conversation. If he's on fire, but I don't know what his season's going to be like. Well, I think you like, find their draw opens up a bit after the first. Well, with Trill, it's totally different. He played a lot of season without Trill. He was just in the life without A Ray. Well, there was a lot of factors in Cody having a down season last year, and you know, he can find. Open man better than any other fella in that catch and pass situation where it's three on two or even three on three. He usually finds a good option. So I don't think he can be discluded. Well, to his credit, last year came over to the right hand side of the field a hell of a lot more with Luttrell and did get an attacking stat through there as well. But in saying that, also does also give that ball Luttrell and Luttrell does have time and space and takes the the points off him, you know what I mean? Absolutely, but Munster still scores well with Pappenhausen. Yeah, he does, he does. Oh, they can help each other just as well as stealing away from each other. Would you start the season with a Cody Walker? Not as you mark him. No, because I'm expecting big things out of Burton and Dewey in there team well, with the ta- improvements over we're the talking, season so that's it we're talking dream I think they're team. under big yeah time. exactly how you start and how you finish can be two different things completely yeah like i'm looking burton dewey to start um, want to finish with pardon finish with either those two if they're still Munster going would well. definitely be my team i reckon to finish yeah. year. munster and and dill bags at, at this rate but yeah. i think burton could be if burton steps up especially with the goal kicking and stuff like that it's probably no reason to get rid of him from your team i think it'll be munster Either Dewey Burton or Walker. Yeah. That'll finish in my team. Munster's a given. 
walk up starting and the other three are fighting for the second spot. Do yeah. you see anyone else? Unless someone else fucking like no, Josh not... Schuster absolutely blows it out of the water. I think, I think wasted. Five, uh, hook, uh, second round. So. That's right. Wasted that 5-8 when you can bring in another high high ceiling player. And the other one would be KP once he gets dual position or loses his fullback and gets 5-8. If he can go there and do Cameron Munster kind of things, I don't think he, he can could lose be another position. option. I think he can only gain because if he's in someone's position already, you can't revoke that. I think some, I think someone got it revoked last year and got like taken into just one position. Can't remember who it was, but I, someone I out there will know. All right, not sure. All right, so five eights. So in my halves, uh, if we're starting there, I got Hines, Hughes, and Cleary. Really, the only three I've got. It was Nico Hines, I think. He was only available halfback. He played most of the year at fullback. Well, no, it wasn't Nico. He was available both. Don't worry about it. He moves along. Yeah. <clears throat> if you find it for, for us throughout the week, uh, Colin, we'll put it up. Uh, so, yeah, those three, really. Two of those three. Yeah, I don't um, think there can be. Uh, at this point Sam, of the season, I don't see a fourth putting well, their hand up. Sam Walker is my sneaky. Well, that's, that's actually a question from Teddy. I'll ask it now. Is Sam Walker an option, like a genuine option to start the year with as your marquee half over, say, the chin or Nico? I don't know if I'd say marquee because he hasn't stepped up to that level. It would take a lot of faith. I will say this about the Roosters and the Roosters halves this year. They have been down for a couple of years and they've got a really nice, strong team. They stay injury-free. They're going to be weapons and all of those people are going to benefit from that. I am starting... I think so. I have got Sam Walker in my uh, backup half behind Nico at this point, over the chin. And I'm a Panthers man, but... See, I'm leaning your way. Like, he's only 20. He's only 20. He's not... It's not like he's an old head or anything. He's 20. He plays for the Roosters, and he kicks the goals for the Roosters. Now, like we've all talked about, Roosters stay fit. Top four... Top four genuine means you are scoring some points in there, and he'd probably be laying a few of them points on. Let's, let's be fair, but the Roosters in previous seasons being injury riddled, they haven't lacked points. They haven't lacked tries. Like Teddy's still done his yeah, fair share, like, and the team has still scored pretty well. But yeah, no, not necessarily the halves. And it, when the halves have, generally it's been Sam Walker that benefited from that when he came in. That's because Luke Keery hasn't been there for most of that. You put, put but Luke Keery in back. the team, you throw Teddy in the team, and now Cheese in the team as well. I just don't see that many attacking stats left for Sam Walker. I like, yes, he'll kick the goals and shit, but if you want a 65 to a 75, or oh, 70 average per week, and he might make you 50K. Yep, Sam Walker's your man. But he's not going to come within 20 points of Nathan Hines on a regular basis week in, week out. No, not a chance in hell. He doesn't have that game in him. He doesn't run the ball. He runs the ball maybe three, four times a game. Nico and Nathan run the ball 10-plus times in. They're threatening defense more often than not when they've got the ball in hand. From so the start of the game. There's no too. way. The defense can slide off Sam Walker knowing... There's a good chance he's not running the ball. Yes, sometimes he throws that dummy and he gets through. Granted, good on you. But majority of the time, defense can slide off him. Nico, Nath, Munster, those kind of halves, they're running the ball 
probably 15 to 20% of the time that they're touching it. So the defence can't slide off them. They're a threat every time the ball in hand. Sam Walker doesn't offer that, in my opinion. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Look, I'll, I'll wait and see what happens. I see him getting better ball from Brandon Smith. They haven't had a solid hooker in a while. No way. He's not going to get better service than from Sam Verrills than from Brandon. Brandon Smith's not a great service dummy half by any stretch of the imagination. He's a bulldozer out of there, bro. Like, his service out of dummy half is probably C+. Plus. Sam Verrills offers way better service. Well, in, in, That's just my opinion, too. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't know. I just think I think one of the Roosters halves, I see him as a top four team. Seems crazy not to consider Oh, 100% the they're a top four team, Pete. And I don't see Kiri as being that half. I, I mean, if I can pick the goal-kicking half. And Sam, Sam showed promise. He's only young. He's had another full off-season. He's now had, you know, near on 12 months of, or, you know, 10 months or whatever of playing with Kiri, even in the off-season, training and whatever. So... Honestly, I'd take Kiri without the goal-kicking over Sam Walker. He's in your starting side? Neither of them would ever be thought of in my starting team, personally, but well, some people, I, I'm not saying, like, like I said, Sam Walker's 65, 70 average. Good, good scores, but no Nico or Nave. All right. Yeah, but I don't know. Okay, all right. So this brings up an interesting question. I don't know if anyone else has asked oh, this well, yet. The, the question is... The, if... the Nico Nath question. Like, how many guns? You said before the show or at the very start, seven guns seven or something? Seven spine. Seven spine guns. Yeah. Seriously. So you're just spending you all at? your bank in the spine. No, know, well, not not like, not at gun prices. I'm expecting Dewey and Burton to be guns. Like, these are potential guns slash guns. I've got Turbo KP, so that's four. And then I got Chin, ah, uh, not Chin. Cheese. N- Nico Walker Cheese. Robson or Grant. Robson. So, like, that's what I mean. Like, you gotta have. You, so gotta I've got pre- you gotta be pretty stacked in your spine, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got eight guys. I think there's a lot spine. of value in other positions at the moment. Yeah, if so. team lists go the way I'm thinking they're gonna go. Well, speaking of team lists, we'll get into my team in a touch. Um, actually, I haven't got team lists in front of me because my phone's being used as a camera tonight. So you'll have to bring up team lists up there, and maybe one of you boys go through them. Oh, so, yeah, for the trials for this week, because I had a squeeze at them earlier, and they uh, they're looking more like first grade squads. Don't get me wrong, there's still a few rests. Um, and from what I understand, have any of you guys heard about this? The um, postponement of matches due to the high heat in Sydney this weekend. Yeah. Much of the Saturday Arvo matches. They were talking about on the radio today. That they're talking about. So it's going to be thirty-eight and forty or something. Yeah, league, exactly. It's, it? it's a lot to play. You know, full-on rugby league game. That's a winner's Can't we just delay it into night time? I think that's what yeah. they've done. Like... Yeah. 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 moved to 4.20pm. Um, From when? Uh, when I looked, I think it was like 6 o'clock. Panthers... So uh, it's been moved 6.30. Forward. Unless I'm mixing up the times, mix up the games. Panthers have been moved to 6.30. And then there's a third game after it that starts at 8.30. I can't what? remember who's playing, though. Why are they moving south from 6 to 4.20 when it's way hotter? They might have been... Might be someone else that got moved to 4.20 that was playing earlier. Maybe they've just seen 4.20 and done the wrong thing. Good on them. Go south. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. If it's that hot and we're worried about the temperature, why are they making them play actually in the sun? When instead of when the sun's almost set, 
All right, so what are we doing? Uh, we didn't get him? Yeah. Got him? Okay. While we pull the team list up, yeah. could I quickly ask the question? On the halfbacks, would Brendan Smith leaving the Storm give more points to Jerome Hughes? Uh, um, not necessarily. I think the deciding factor for that, for Hughes getting more points, was Pappenhausen being out. Um, I think the hooker just does his own job at Melbourne. You'll find the hooker's always been sort of relevant at Melbourne. Even Cheese made himself relevant at hooker. You know, so the hooker does his own thing at Melbourne. And if you actually watch the way the hooker plays down Melbourne, they're not just from the base of the thing, scrum off, like pass the ball. Like they get out, they make the markers work, and that's why they find their space. Because when the markers don't go, Harry goes. You know, and then he gets his little line break and tackle break or whatever he gets there to start a couple of sets off a game anyway. Well, I think. I think each individual spine player at Storm create most of their own shit by themselves. Like Harry Grant exploits that fast play ball. He gets out and goes. Cameron Munster, he has that goofy step that he does and he deceptive strength. And he can skip outside someone and create the overlap. Jerome Hughes, he has that show and go, like JT used to do. And he can split the gap and go. And then Pappenhausen just kind of feeds off all three of those combined and just reaps the benefits galore. So I think that's how Storm Spine are all playable each week. Because like, they can create their own shit. They don't rely on someone else. And then someone else is taken away. They all just do their own shit, but also combine well together at the same time. Mm. So they're the ultimate. Would you take someone as a Jerome Hughes over a, a Sam Walker? 100%. Every day of the week, He's I'd down. take yeah. Jerome Hughes over Sam Walker, even yeah. without the goal kicking. Yeah, so oh. is he up there in terms of a potential guns at the end of the season? He, I'd, I wouldn't put him on the Nico Nave level mm. because the Daily Cherry Evans... Saga for five, six years. Doesn't kick goals. Jerome Hughes kicked goals. He'd be right up there with the Nathan and the Hines' man. But that's where he's lacking and he's not kicking goals anytime soon. So he's never going to get there, unfortunately. But yeah, if I've seen Walker kicking goals any day of the week. Yeah. For me. Sounds good. Did you get the team like that? Yep. Okay, well, huge shock. Straight off the bat. KP. Name number six for the Knights to play against Parramatta in the first trial. So we have Lockie Miller, Greg Marzu, Gagai, Best, Young, Ponga, Hastings, Saifidi, Braley, Saifidi, Frizzle, Fitzgibbon, Mann, named at 13, starting 13. Take note. Crossland, Thompson, Elliott, Jack Johns. So that's the starting 17 with Tyson Gamble, 18th man, and on fourth, but so ideally you'd think that's their preferred 17, 18 to start the season. So anyone in there pique your interest? Marju. Yeah. Um, I, I'd, I hope he play if he plays left and KP plays left, I think that's a dynamic combination right there. Center or winger? Winger. 
Yeah, so if Bradman he plays... Bradman Best will be the centre. Cheering, cheering, yes. And, and loves then, a cardiac KP. Probably fucking Fitzgibbon. Yeah, but loves roll. a cardiac KP, so... Loves that loft and ball. So imagine if we had that dynamic back rower on the left-hand side, like a kick-out or something like that, instead of Fitzgibbon with Could KP, me- Best, and Marziu. Could Adam be Elliott be your man up there? Nah. Well, he's on he's the not edge. what I'm looking for on the he, edge. He has to be starting. We, we don't have what I'm looking for on the edge. All right. Well, next team then? Um, but KP name, that's big for me. I'm, if he doesn't get dual position, he's going to be one of my full packs. Yeah? Yeah, yeah 100%. Well. If he's starting round one, he's one of my full backs. Um, pa- anyone else? No? Nobody yeah. else interested in KP? Next team. Gutho. Lumi Lumi, Penasini, Zaxini, Penasini, Zaxini, <laughs> Sean Russell, Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses, Regan Campbell Gillard, Josh Hodgson, Shocker, Paulo, Lane, Matt Dory, Jermaine Hopgood in 13, Jacob Arthur, Jack Murchie, Makahisi Makatoa, Wirimu Greg, Jordan Rankin, and that's their 18, plus Lopiki Ogden and few others. Matt Maddo. Maddo's well, yeah, um, suspended for the first three rounds because he wouldn't pay $4,000. Is it three or four? I think he's suspended for three because he back, wouldn't pay four or he's suspended four. for four because he, he wouldn't pay three. Yeah. One, one of the two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he might be back round four. So yeah, yeah, that's what I think too. So suspended for three because he wouldn't pay $4,000. Yeah, as, yeah, as a team, so you'd be spewing. But yeah. Mate, if that was my team, mate, I'd fucking... Yeah, anyway. Next game. Uh, sorry, does Matt Dory not named not, in the starting second row interest anyone? Not really. Not with the way Maddo came in and played his minutes last year. That's it. Maddo yeah. predominantly played middleweight. Yeah, I know. He came on for near Cora in Hop, the lock position and played that. Hopgood's the guy. Is he, but? Hopgood can, can also play edge, but. So maybe Dory goes off, Hopgood moves to the edge, Maddo comes on through the middle. Yeah, so it's one of the things you'll have to wait, watch and see the way they, they do it on the weekend. If well, Hop, Hopgood's a walk-up star for me. With Hopgood. Off the trial game that I seen against Panthers, they got dominated, but his work ethic was there. He was an offloader, which super coach friendly, so he's... Well, if he, if he does... I'll watch on the weekend, and if he does get moved to Dory's edge, then you will assume that's what's going to happen. Once Maddo comes back, yeah. Um, but if you, yeah, if you don't see that happen in the in the first couple of weeks, I'm not sure that's what happens. Yeah. That, I'm pretty sure that that Dury's got big minutes in him if you want him. I don't know how great he is, but oh, from what I've seen in his time in a few clubs, it's better. But anyway, um, next game. Uh, what? Sorry, what about Looming Looming? He's my interest, but... Sean Russell? I like Russell, but he's priced awkwardly after he's What's his game. price? I think he's in the 300s. That's not horrible. Zach Zaney's bottom dollar, boys. If Zach Zaney can get... Played a good game the uh, other day against Opa the Panthers. spot. Played a good, solid defensive game the other day against the Panthers. Yeah, but defense wins you no points in Supercoach. How many, day, how many games have we done? One. Okay. Right, next game. T 
Teddy, Tupo, Suwali, Suwali in the centres. Allen, Jackson Paulo, Hutchinson, Walker, Collins, Brennan Smith, Lodge, Egan, Egan Butcher, Egan Butcher, typo Nat Butcher, obviously, but Victor Radley, Terrell May, Nafahua, White, Jake Turpin, and Xiao Wong. Um, Manly, KO Weeks, Tu Peloto, Parker, Kula, Garrick, Schuster, Johns, Cherry's rested, Paseka, Jordan, Chan, Kam, Tong. I heard Seabold say today that um, DCE is back for round one. Yeah. Yeah, he's just getting a rest. Trip did all right. Bench Boy Rich, named at number 10. Olukawatu, Tualangi, Kepi. We don't have the, we don't have the information in front of us. No. All right, don't worry. Um, Point is, go look at the team list. They look pretty much like first grade squads. So you'll have a bit of a squeeze and see what's going on. Um, all right, Bergs, let's move on to pods and what we've got in terms of a few players. So looking through this, the Super Coach, Super Coach Talk Mega Guide, they've got this rating system where they rate players A, B, C, D, and E. E's pretty much irrelevant. A's pretty much must have. But they had a bunch of B players that didn't get special little pictures. I'll talk about special little pictures in a minute. So some of the players on that list, though, are definitely players that we've been talking about, and I just wanted to get a yes or no from you guys on whether we should go down that route. Dom Young from the Knights as a winger. Uh, I'd go Marju over Young, personally. Yeah, um, price about the same, 550 If he plays left. So just get the Whichever left winger. Whichever one plays left. All right, Dan Saifidi, while we're at the Knights. Uh, I see the appeal. 484k, you know, a, a starting front row, you'd think he'd be getting a 550, 600k by the, the end appeal. of the year at least. He's not in my team at the moment, I think, do see the appeal. Yeah, I just say for the same... Price, you get a Welch or... Well, why wouldn't you start both? Well, you probably could if you wanted to. Tarpany's available. <coughs> underpriced Tarpany. Well, you don't know if he's underpriced. I was about to say, you think Tarpany's underpriced at 700k? Yeah? Yep. Tarpany's made it on a couple of models too. Yeah, Hold on. Alright. Um, Adam Elliott? Not if he's not starting lock. For me, if he's coming off the bench, he's he's uh, uh, he's wait, watch and see. Yeah, um, see if they ease him into minutes or does does have the potential to be good. Uh, we all seen it at Canberra last year, but yeah, he's, if you're coming off the bench and you don't know if you're not starting, you don't know your rotation. I'm just not touching him until he's not sold. You're watching as well. If he's not starting, well then he's not playing eighty. Then he's not worth it. Luke Thompson. He's another one. I, I currently have him in my side just because he's a jewel. Um, but he's another one. I don't know about his minutes. There's rumours he's unhappy there. Um, I just, yeah, he's he's another one. It's a bit of a worry. There's better for the price if you catch my drift. 510k. He's jewel yeah. too. That's his, that's, his, that's his upside, the jewel. He's named at 13 this weekend. So I think 55, 60 minutes out of Luke Thompson. At 13, it's good value. All right. Anything under 50, but yeah. All right. Uh, Corey Harrow, we're Naira. 
always always one that sort of hovers. He runs a great line, Corey. You could have a breakout year. He's just you just waiting for it to happen, eh? He's a hole filler. He feels a good hole. Like he's decent off the bench if you catch my drift. Under five hundred k, average just forty five. He's only getting fifty minutes though. Um, but solid work rate. Well, if they could shift. Is it is it Whitehead that they move to lock when he comes on? If lo- if Whitehead could start at lock, um, and Harry Weir and I start on an edge and play sixty five minutes, you ideally want him to play eighty. But he has a good attacking game, so sixty five minutes could be enough out of him. Yep. Uh, Jordan Rapinoe. Well, he's named on the bench this weekend. Yep. Duffy's named for thirteen. Which is a bit of a shock. Emery Gula starting in 10. I like Emery. But Hudson Young, I think, is the back row from yeah, the right. Raiders that you should be looking at. I know it's expensive, but it's all right. for he's good def- reason. He's definitely made it to a couple of other lists. Don't you worry. Um, Jordan Rapiner. I'm if a he fan. plays fullback for extended time with old mate out, Savage. Would you jump yum, on? Yum. I probably will be jumping on. If you remember, I had him in my very first team and you laughed at me, but... Oh, well, he was playing wing there, but say, it's totally different. You he, can't. If he plays six to eight weeks at fullback, cheering. Stick him in your wings? Yes. Uh, speaking of fullbacks you can possibly have in your centres, the hammer? He could possibly goal kick too. Look, the hammer's poo. Um, yeah, the hammer's poo? I think he is. Like, we've, seen enough of, we've seen enough of the hammer. We've had a sample size of the hammer at fullback. We've had a sample size of the hammer at centre. Like 21 um, games last year, still only 330k. A lot off the bench. I know, an extended period of that was off the bench. So moving into a starting Let's role. Let's just say Thor wouldn't wield it. Yeah, he's not. He's 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 just not for me at the moment. Throw me your Tyrell Sloan bucket. Move and on. And forget about if, it. If you know what, if over the next two weeks, I think, is there two more trials left? One more. One. If he has a decent impact on the game where he looks busy and wants to get injected... And stuff, I, I might look at him, but for me, is, he doesn't. Is he named fullback this week? Should be. Don't know, he didn't get that what far. What do you mean, should mate. be? We don't get, get that far. Someone lost their shit. Nobody <laughs> lost their shit. You did. Over some yeah, Chung Young. But Aaron was also heavily impatient. But yes, he is named fullback. All right. And who are we talking about again? The hammer. The, oh. Yeah, see? The hammer. <laughs> yeah, look, for me, if the hammer does inject himself a little bit, like he just does nothing out there, he's. He's but not an effort man. All right, well, oh, if no, he's, a, he's irrelevant, let's stop talking about him. There's a Jack Bostock yes, named so. on the wing for the Dolphins. They say he's Campbell Gillardish. They said he's On the Campbell, wing? Campbell Graham. Well, I don't Campbell. want Campbell oh, yeah. Gillardish. <laughs> on my wing. Campbell, Gra- <laughs> Campbell, Campbell Graham-ish. Campbell Graham-ish, sorry. Yeah, yeah, well, if he starts wing, yum, yum. Yeah, he says he's very much of the Campbell Graham mould, someone I was reading on socials and today. And if Wayne's deciding to blood a cheapie, let's, let's all jump on. Tom Gilbert, name 13. You told me to jump so off Tom Gilbert not two Stone. days ago. Race Stone. Get him out of your team. No, at well, his price, I don't, I'd, I'd want to see what kind of minutes he's playing and what kind of points feels... he's pumping out. Uh, Nose minutes for 490k, was it? Yeah, but for the 460. He's, he's decent. 464. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I'd rather go to Christian Welch at 450. I'm getting both. 
Mm. Like that's that's the plan. There's a quite a few value or underpriced front rowers this year that we Matt know are guns and second rowers. Brad has done a bit on it. Yeah, right. I think Matt we'll Lodge get, is we'll, under. We'll get to back rowers in a bit. Um, Jay uh, Tino Fasuma Alaawi paying top dollar, I think. Yeah, you are. You're paying. He could probably produce the same score that he did last year, but I think you're paying. Seven hundred k averages sixty seven one point one three points a minute sixty minutes. I think if you're spruiking Tarpany so hard, I think you're really overlooking what Tino did last year. And Tino's only a pup too, man. He's only young. He's still becoming the front rower that he is born to be. Exactly. Tarpany's a matured man now. He knows what he needs to do week in, week out. But to your point, Berg, do you have, like, Tino's numbers increasing throughout the year? Because as of round 10... This year, Tarpany's numbers just went to a whole nother level. And on those numbers, he's priced at 10 points under those numbers from, like, round 10 or 11 onwards. So, he started the season slow. He did. And, and then smashed it towards the end. And I'm expecting him to start it as he smashed it and just continue that on. See, that's where I've I'm gone wrong. I'm expecting kind of numbers. That's where I've gone wrong in seasons gone by. Just due to that it's still warm. Um... Players need that extra rest and stuff during them first four rounds of footy. And we see it every year. that extra rep for the forwards, bro. We see it every year. Not not many forwards maintain that average at the start. We're all willing to cop that hit because they are who they are. You know what I, do you know what I mean? Like you start with that premium player and are willing to cop that little bit of a hit for points because we know that... Everyone starts that little bit slow at the start I mean, of the year. This is precisely not while I'm looking for value front rowers, those mids. Because well, that's precisely the point you should be looking for them by. Exactly. If they're starting slow, they're going to lose money before they generate money. But what I'm saying is I'm looking for someone who's already that underpriced that they're going to pump out what they're priced at and they're going to start gaining money quicker. Oh, I just think Tarpany's... All right, well, we'll get to that when we go through my team. And it, we, we, he I was know, actually I know, legitimately my first player I picked. I know there was a lot of people that feel the same. Like, Tarpany, Tarpany was a beast last year, right? He uh, did. He took it to a whole other level, and he's definitely one of the first not, guys for the team. I'm not saying Huss is a terrible option, because I think Huss is also probably close to 10 points under what he will average this year. Yeah. I think he's also a heavily viable option to start the season with. I think you have to have one of those two and then go for one of your Christian Welchers or something like that to back them up with. All right. Uh, Jaden Braley. Love Jay Bray. I'm a fan. Oh, Miley stay over here even. There's actually a lot of Knights on here. I'll be honest with you. He's he's unders for me. He he should be up. Not top tier, but definitely tier two in, in in the hookers for me. He's probably even above... The likes of a uh, B Smith and shit, just on just on gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And now, and you now, you've seen Cheese actually start hooker consistently, and when you have seen him start hooker in patches, he's usually a try scoring demon. But I've seen Jay Ray, and I've seen him with a shit, a shit a Knights team, and with a, a Knights team that's getting better, he should go better. Our forward pack hasn't improved. It has. We lost the, claim. The, the Saifidi brothers, the Saifidi brothers, uh, have hardened again. They they only pups, man. But we lost Clemmer Barnett, bro. No, Clemmer's our Clemmer. major meter eater. You know what? You know what? For me, Clemmer, it was two hundred meters game. We as the dogs were willing to pay 
half of his salary. We're still paying half a, his salary. Shut which up. was a substantial amount, which says to me, not a team fucking player. We're but willing. Still, we're willing to pay a lot of money to get that man out of our club. Guess what? You did a couple of years later. You're paying a fuckload of money to get him out of your club, and that's a problem for they the Tigers. He's got a poor gallon attitude. He wants to. He don't. Rack up the numbers so he gets his bonuses or whatever at the end of his contract year. According to Freddie, as soon as you say, mate, you're playing bench, he goes over there, kicks a rock like a little bitch. Yeah. So, and, and that's not the attitude you have. You're meant to have a fucking bloke who goes, yeah, righto, then I'm going to do better and I'm going to get Mitch me Barnett's starting a loss. front row a spot. Mitch Barnett's Mitch a massive Barnett loss. bring that. I feel that Adam Elliott will bring that for use. Same sort of, nearly same sort of player. Yeah. Bigger slug. <laughs> Both grubs. But, yeah. yeah but, I'll see where you come from. You know, they bring the same same for me, those two. Um, and, and you don't want to be the shittest footballer in your house, so Adam Elliott really needs to have a go. He's never going to be the best um, footballer in his house, bro. But, yeah, who's your next on your list there, bud? Lockie Miller. Love worries. him. Get him in. Sign him up. Yum, worries, yum. Worries me. 595. He feels expensive for a fullback that could be garbage and lose money. He's only had s- small sample size. And games. I mean, he's only just jumped into that club. It's going through a complete restructure. Could be a lot of pressure riding on him, too. It's a fullback available in centre wing. Supercoach Gold. Yeah, but he hasn't had a preseason. Oh, that yeah, was sarcasm, he, bro. He, just been hammering fucking the hammer and Sloan and shit. Oh, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, no, nah, but no, from what you've seen at the Sharks last year, man, the potential's there. The potential is there. It's He's not a very big man, though, either. No. I've noticed, so. Um, Pappenhausen's a monster. No, nah, look where he is right now. Look where the rest of the little fellas all end up. What, oh, Turbo? Hurt. He's a big dude. Skinny. Teddy started off injury prone. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, KP. Yeah, that's Look, it. Injuries can hurt anyone. Fan, doesn't matter how big or small you are. I am a fan of KP. Not sure if I have the balls to start of KP. I'm doing it. Value, 540. I think back to your very first year, Juzzy. He was a jewel. Yeah. Jewel position. Started 5'8", average 26 or something. Shit. No. It was what? terrible, mate. It was D- hard. D- different coach, and it definitely was same a slow coach, start. Same it coach. It was nowhere near 26. Same coach. same coach, I think. No, I'm pretty sure that was... Uh, what's Brownie. Yeah, Brownie's experiment. Well, maybe. But, yeah, no, nah, look. Wait, watch and see for me. Look, he is unders if you play Get on board, back. mate. If, if you don't get on board, you're wasting the trade. He's, he's unders. Well, you'll be getting him. If he if he plays fullback, but he's only bro. Mm. Is he kicking goals? He's not Cameron Mm. Munster though. Oh, what he does at Origin? Fuck, I don't. He could be, but that's 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 the role I'm seeing him playing. What Origin? No, that Cameron Munster role. That's he plays at the Storm. On that left but edge. Does he have the enthusiasm to play like Cameron Munster? Well, let's hope so at $1.7 million. I'm going to be honest. I, I haven't Otherwise, seen I'm it. Otherwise, I'm going on Newcastle game. I'm throwing rocks. I haven't seen it out of the blade. All yeah. right, moving on. Uh, David Clemmer has made it to my list. 1.05 nah, PPM not last for me. year. 64 average off 61 minutes. Club change to the Tigers. He's going to be a big part of their front row. Too many mouths to feed the Tigers. Yeah, there's a lot of mouths to feed. And if... If Stefano is the future, then slowly he's going to eat away at Clemmer's minutes anyway. So well, you got Stefano, you got Joe O, you got Tyler Bateman. Bateman will play eighty. They should play eighty. So speaking of Stefano, only the nine games last year, priced at three twenty, uh, average thirty. Uh, 
30.3 off 33 minutes. Yep. So solid PPM for a forward. Everyone was saying yeah. great in the first trial. He's named it front row in the second trial. Yep. You getting on? Dirt oh, cheap. I remember this conversation probably the start of last season. Yeah. Where he finished the back end of 2021, it would have been. With like a 60-point average or somewhere around Scoring there, Scoring tries and everything. Like yeah. smashing it. Started in the trials, name to start. Everyone's like, yep, yeah, bang, jump on board. Punching out 30s, 35s and shit. Couldn't get the minutes, mate. Just couldn't get the minutes over there. So what's to say he's going to get the minutes now with Clem, IPAP, Bateman, all added to the pack. Why are his minutes all of a sudden just going to go through the roof? Don't I get me don't wrong, know. I've got him in my team at the moment, but <laughs> I don't I don't like having listen, him there. To you I don't like having him. Now the KP is named at six and I can piss off Teddy to KP. He's gone. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he look he's a gamble. He is a gamble. Tyson? No, I wouldn't gamble on that. But yeah, he's a gamble, Ute. Alright, what about Lindsay Collins? 455, similar PPM, 16 game sample size from last year, 47.5 minutes for 43.3 average. He's reckon, only going to get bigger and better. I reckon you can throw Collins, Saifidi, Welch all in the same basket as they're all going to improve steadily, but I don't think they're going to be in your final team come the end of the year. Fair enough. If I remember Welch from a couple of years ago before he got injured. He wanted to be in your final team by the end of the nah. year. No, nah, he's been definitely stepping stone to something. All right. Uh, Brandon Smith, nearly 500K, average of 45, obviously reduced role at the Storm last year. 63% owned or something. But, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Sign him up, walk away, don't even think about it. Beautiful. Keon Kalamatangi, dual position, I believe. Oh, no, he's not. Um... 700k premium second rower, but not really one that I'm hearing throwing in the mix. Well, he was on the I think he was on the pod list last week. Just he he's does it on his own. If you catch me drift, like he can he play Origin? No, he made, oh, I think he made the 18 or something. I think you'll get similar scores out of him. He potentially will be in your final team, depending on South Run home and their form, but. I think you could probably get him and towards the origin period. Maybe to reduce From then rate. on. Maybe not at a juice rate, but you've generated enough cash to bring him in and it's not so much of a stretch. He's a luxury purchase, you would say. Yeah. All right. Danny, I think Dave oh. Feeder at almost $100,000 less is way more. I think Damien Cook's appeal is that the draw's not real good. Yeah. Um, I think the six games is pretty rough at the start, South. So second highest averaging hooker hooker last year with a seventy five. Only two percent owned. Like he's only two percent owned. I think because the way people looking at it, Harry's either only a couple of grand dearer, or Robson on potential is just a couple of grand cheaper. Or Braley Cheese. Yeah, like whatever way you've gone, like Tanner Boyd. He's just that. For a couple extra grand, you can have Harry Grant. But who's running Boyd and Cheese as their starting hookers? You've got to have one of these guys. You've oh, got to have someone a, a Robson or Grant. I ain't Teddy. No, he's not. I don't want it, but I think he is. At the moment. 
Um, yeah, okay, that's about my list of the uh, the pods to watch from there. I've got a watch list. I've got a bunch of cows and stuff, but we'll get into them as the season goes on or as, as we draw closer to TLT. Well, just, um, what was that? Can I just touch on what, what Perso threw in the uh, WhatsApp chat? Yeah, let's do it. Um, Bateman, still not here. Um, there's a chance he might miss round one, which would throw some false potential into the Tigers team if you catch my drift. Oh, I think Bateman's either, either way is a, I'll, you know, wait, watch and see for me. Yeah, no, but I, I'm saying about... that the person who's filling Bateman's hole, you don't want to have that guy. Oh, no, trust, like, for sure. Um, well, Bateman's getting his All spot. this talk about Sean Bloor, he's not even starting the trial this week. He's named at 16 and Alex Safeworth. Safeworth's named at 12, so. Well, that's John all Bateman's Sean 12. Bloor, all Sean Bloor, hopeless. Mm-mm. No, he stuffed up last year, didn't he? No, he got injured. I think. Yeah, I think he stuffed up off the field too. Shane's named at 15. I mean, Charlie Shane's named at 15. Sorry. And then also, just wants to touch on the young uh, Storm fullback, play a logo. Um, lots of hype around the young bloke, but can't play until round 11. So let's not touch on him. Just due to the fact well, no, that he's... Well, other, no, other podcasts are talking about him, so he'll, and he'll be going around in circles. What's the point so in talking about him if you can't play until round 11? Because I think it's important to let people know, don't consider him for your side, because you can't play him until round 11. He has to get special dispensation from the NRL based on injuries, because he's outside of their top 30. He's on a development uh, contract. So he's not really a looking. <clears throat> he's looking for the future and over the origin period well, when, you know, Pappy might be gone or whatever. But so, so, something of interest, Storm's line up. I don't know if there's injury related in this, but Xavier Coates named in his 20 jersey with William Warbrick. And Grant Anderson named on the wings. Yeah, I've seen this actually a bit through quite a few of the teams where you see a couple of unknowns both named in the wings or the centres. And I'm guessing what's happening is they're fighting it out for a spot based in the trials. <clears throat> it's the only thing I can assume. Trent Lowero, starting 11. Now Eyes that, on boys. Yeah, that, Keep. that I like. That yum, I like. yum. Because, yeah. If he's... I'm taking him over Eli Katoa. I'll probably take them both, but I'm taking Lowero first. I like what I see. Well, yeah. Um, I watched the trials. Or I watched in and out with the trials last weekend. Um, but I could tell it wasn't. It was it was Reggie's. You know what I mean? No, but you've seen Trent Lowe play over the last few years. Yeah, he's, he's had a, opportunities yeah, he's, to start and he's come off the bench and he's impressed me more often than not. Does his job. Does what he's told to does do. Does a good job. So, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I was looking at him. I don't think he's in this current um, incarnation of my team. But I also know that there's still opportunities to upgrade different aspects of my team, so I could probably uh, make some value to with, with a downgrade to someone like uh, Luero. Um, all right, sweet. I've got some sleepers. I've got some cows. I've got some wash lists. You should definitely go buy the guide from uh, nrlsupercoachtalk.com. Uh, it's available now, and they just released uh, an updated version, so make sure you get on it. Um, dream teams, boys. You got a dream team yet? Not really, just because I, I, I like to probably look more at a, um, just a proper team list as well, so that way I know where I want to go. Because it's still, like, I know where I want to go, but I still just want to look at some proper set-in-stone team lists in case things have changed with coaches or whatever, changing clubs or 
more players coming in and players going out, if you know what I mean. I just, before I set in stone, like, granted, I will have a Harry Grant. I will have probably a Reese Robson if he's doing as good as we all think. I will have a, a probably a Teddy, especially by season's end. We all know he comes out of origin shit hot. Um, same as Turbo, if he goes on a run from yesteryear, then how do you not own that bloke over pretty much anyone else in the game? Um, Nico and Nafe, they speak for themselves. I can't see anyone surpassing either one of those blokes this year. Munster and, yeah, either Dill Bags or Birdo or Dewey. Dewey's, Dewey's hot on my list. I like Dewey. I like what I see from Dewey. He's, he's a heads-up footballer. Plays what he sees, more so than a structure. Um, and, yeah, then there'll be, like, your Dave Fafita if he's doing well and your Tarpanies and your Ipaps and whatever. Be the people you aim to get by the end of the year. That's it. You've pretty much gone through mine. I've got Grant Cook, Robson, depending. Um... Tino, Tarpany, Haas, Harris um, is obviously a jewel as well, but I'm thinking I'll stash him in the front. Uh, IPAP, Murray, Young, Lane, Defi, and Chloe Matungi make up my back row. Cleary, Hines, Munster, Bags, um, <clears throat> Manu, Garrick, AJ, Val, Graham, Meany. Um, now, I know I'm getting greedy there, obviously. Taylor May as well. Um, yeah, exactly. Now, I know that's not realistic, but I figure shoot for the stars if you land in the clouds, yeah? Um, and then Puppy Troll at the back. That's Damn. an expensive team. That's drill. That's... Going against the Teddy Turbo regime. Well, I mean, they're the highest scoring from last year, and I was just going on highest scoring from last year to sort of make it up. Mm. Because they're, they're the kings that are there to lose their crowns. I mean, Trell's goal kicker. I know Turbo's a beast. Tell that Turbo might be there, but based on past years, he also might not. So you just never know. I was just looking at who scored the biggest last year and where they were priced at. I was actually more concerned with trying to figure out um, how much of my salary cap I'd actually be spending in each different section. So I've got a rough idea of where I should be spending my money once I've got it. And I was trying to figure out what the value of my team should be. I'm looking around the $19 million mark, which is... Over expansive right now obviously i could probably save one and a half two million by nothing three center wings by the end but then i've only got four playing you know so still going to be right up there in terms of value i've got to generate a lot of cash i mean i'm hoping that's where some of those mids come into it technically that cash will be generated i know i won't be able to utilize it but i also might not need to if they've got that cash for me already you know what i'm saying in in a position and i have i haven't had to use that trade yeah the trade-saving thing's the, the idea for me this year. I'm trying to figure out, is there any cheapies or any must-haves that, you know, are sort of going to get a run, almost guaranteed? This, um, I think it's Saruga, Fijian bloke up at the Cowboys. I'm curious, because if he's going to get a run, apparently he's a winger, but they played him a front row in the trials. Well, I think Alamotti at the Bulldogs is a very good chance of getting a run at 200k. Well, yeah, I mean, he's made my starting team. He's named start wing at the moment, I think. Wing or centre. For the dogs for the trials this weekend. Yeah. And we saw him last weekend too, yeah? And yeah. we give out our coach? Yeah, man. Pretty sure we did at the top of the show. Yeah. No, I think we did. All right. You got Brad Singh loaded up? We'll do Brad Singh. Yeah. Brad out is. Take it away, Brad. Good evening, Super Coaches. G'day to 
everybody out there at 360, everybody watching tonight. Hope everyone's uh, having a great evening, playing around with their Supercoach team and getting everything organised with their, how they're looking. Just turn that a bit. All right. Uh, now, just been, uh, this is going to be, this is recorded on Tuesday night, so if I'm a bit behind, uh, the news might change by now, but it seems that there's a player swap uh, on the horizon. Uh, between the Eels and the Seagulls. And as a Seagulls supporter, yeah, I'm, I, don't, I don't mind it. Um, yeah, Brownie comes over from the Eels and Morgan Harper to to the Eels. Um, I don't know how Parramatta fans feel about Morgan Harper going there. Um, I wasn't necessarily even sure he would make the 17 for, at Manly this year. They've got a few in the back line, so maybe that's why they're uh, um, doing it. But anyway, boys, I'm sure you're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, what I'm here tonight to ask you a few questions uh, and to discuss is the second rowers that we saw on show during the trials over the weekend. And how good was that? Footy is back. Fucking terrific. Love it. Anyway, the second rowers. Now, why second rowers, uh, and particularly the second row cheapies, are important is because um, this year, in order to afford the team you need, uh, we're going to have to look at probably running three cheapy second rowers. Um, most teams will, you know, if if you want two gun, um, if you want Grant, you want Cleary, you want Teddy, you want Munster, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, then you're, you're going to have to look elsewhere to get some cheapies in. And maybe one of those cheapies looks like probably will have to uh, front up and be in your 17 every single week. Now, a number of these seven, some number of these cheapies were on display this weekend, um, and I really just want to talk about two of them um, at the moment. Uh, now, the first one is Justin Matamua. Um, now he was uh. Whew, Justin Matamua, there he is, uh, running now for the Tigers. Now, he played around about 48 minutes, I think, for around about 70 supercoach points, um, estimated around about 70 uh, supercoach points. Um, he was, if you watch the game, you could not miss this fella. He was that active. He was in everything. Uh, he was running the ball up at every single opportunity. He tackled anything that moved, and he was offloading galore. Um, he had a few er errors in him, though. He was uh, rather error-prone at times, um, and he was as raw as hell. So he he's a bit scary in one way, but in another way, um, on if he gets a starting spot, he just should be in everybody's team. If he's coming off the bench... Still a strong consideration at uh, only 234000 I think he is. Um, his PPM for the week end during a trial, although you can't read a huge amount into it, of course, being a trial, was 1.5, which is quite elite. Um, and I think that he's got a good chance at keeping that up during the entire season. Um, the next one I want to discuss is Ray Stone. Now, there's a lot of conjecture over this fella. Uh, a lot of people are saying, oh, he's going to be a shit boy, and a lot of people, well, he's playing for the Dolphins who are going to go shit, and he'll get shit points. Um, two ways of looking at it. 
if you watched him play on the weekend, you will quickly realise this guy tackles anything that moves. And he just doesn't tackle him. He chops him in half. So it was a very, very impressive outing. Um, I think he only played around 30 minutes himself. Um, but he was one that certainly caught the eye. And he looks... You know, if you think the Dolphins don't have much attack in them and they're going to be tackling all the time, well, I've got to tell you, this bloke is going to be tackling uh, for half the team. So he's going to be ripping out 60 tackles a game um, if he's starting. And that, that, is, a, that is a big thing. Um, some people uh, don't have him in the number 13. I personally think that uh, he's good enough for the 13. But even if he comes off the bench, he will certainly go... Um, he can certainly fill in at hooker um, as well as play big minutes in the middle of the park. Um, big raps on him for a while. Uh, Parramatta were hoping to get a bit out of him, but he just had a couple of torrid seasons of injuries. Um, then he lands himself now at the Dolphins, so we'll see how he goes. Uh, now, my question for the boys there tonight... Um, is, fellas, what do we think of these two players? And what do we think of the fact that you're probably going to be playing three cheapies, at least, if not four cheapies, I've seen a lot of teams, second rowers. Uh, there's a bunch there in the article. The article can be found on the uh, Civic Coach 360 Facebook page. Go have a read of it. Um, there is quite a, a number of second rowers, not just Schuster. There's also... Um, although he wasn't mentioned in the article, well, Wong uh, is another one. Chan down at Melbourne is another one that uh, definitely has a possibility of jagging um, not only a good bench spot with good minutes. Um, I think uh, Chan played something like 60 minutes on the on the weekend, so he, he certainly uh, Bellamy's getting giving him a good run, um, and word is he really likes him. So. Uh, there's a vacant edge spot there, and it wouldn't surprise me if Katoa went to the bench and the, the edge spot went to uh, went to Chan because there's big raps on this young kid. Um, a few other ones, Bean Murdoch, Masilla as well, went really well. But the point is, you're going to have to be playing at least probably three of these in order to get the, the team you want with the balance you want onto the park. So, fellas, what do we think about the second rowers? Um, and is everybody going with that philosophy of, of loading up at least three cheap second rowers? Let us know your thoughts. Um, g'day to everyone in the caravan of chaos, and I hope you're all having a, a wonderful evening. Let us know your thoughts, fellas. See ya. Well, I must level with you. Thank you, Brad O, by the way, for that. Another, another great uh, segment from Brad. Always. Always. But, um, yeah, like I... I'm looking at my second row now. I have it in front of me. It does consist of some of these cheapies that we are talking about. Um, Lajero, that you've been talking about, Con, tonight. I have Garner, who's a, mid, who's a midi, who should do well. I've got Katoa from down at Melbourne, who is only there if he gets a starting spot over someone else. But if he's on the bench, he'll go. I've got Hopgood, and I've got Lawton, because he'll be back in round... It was, no, round two, I think. There you go. Lawton will be back. Is he starting, Mark? I dare say he... <clears throat> no, Lawton's not the nine. He'll play second row. 
Maybe he's not playing. No. Maybe he's not playing second round. Maybe he's playing no one. Okay. Well, if he's playing hooker, that makes him even more appealing. Um, <laughs> that's for me. Not for me. Why? I liked him on the edge. He scored tries out there. Yeah, but now he'd be one dishing them off, hopefully. He doesn't have a super coach relevant as a hooker. He never got much minutes as a hooker, neither. Mm. He's always sharing with Nathaniel Roach or someone else. Yes. Like there's always someone chopping into his minutes, you know. So I like Lawton as long as he's starting and getting decent minutes. But, yeah, look, what about you? What's your second row looking like? Is it heavily stacked or have you got these cheapies? None at all. Dave feeds me anchor. Yep. And I've got Luke Garner, provided yep. he gets that left-edge spot. Uh, uh, the Panthers. Yep. Jermaine Hopgood. I think he'll be a walk-up starting in many people's side. Um, Loiro, provided he gets that starting spot week one. Would you confidently play these people? Like, yep, 100%. Week in, week out. Yep. See, I'm, I'm confident playing in Melbourne second rower. Um, I'm, po- I'm confident playing Garner. Yeah, I'd be confident playing Garner I'm on... confident playing Hopgood. Penrith's left edge. Hopgood's me, me only real worry with Maddo. If he starts at 13, plays 50 minutes, I think he's got a super coach friendly game, and he's worth it. And you'll play him confidently? I'd play him confidently for a 50-plus, I reckon, yeah. week in, week out. Even yeah. just over the first like, opening stands. Yeah, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think you'll be lucky to go under 50 if he's playing... 50 plus minutes. Yeah. He'll at least go one point per minute. About you, champ. What's your, what's your second row looking like, Louis? I've Louis. got uh, I've got Adam Elliott, Tom Gilbert, and Luke Garner starting at the moment. Yeah. Um, I've got Jermaine Hoopgood, Ray Stone, and Jack Howarth on the bench. Now, out of Stone and Hopgood, would you be confident playing any one of those in your side through the week? Uh, yeah, because that's where Brad's at. Like he's looking at if you're gonna if you're gonna juice up everywhere else, and second row is probably where you can go the thinnest and and get the most value for a lower price fella. Um, so yeah, for me, like I'd pl- I'd play hot good, but you've done pretty well there with your second row. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think Hopgood and Race. I think feel like Raystone's going to be trying to get in everything. He's going to be wanting his hands on the ball, especially in attack. He's just going to try and get in it. Get in it. So I, I I'd be tempted, depending on who he's up against. Um, you know, you obviously wouldn't play him against if he's playing someone like the Panthers. You know, then you just wouldn't. Yeah. Um, but if he's against a lesser team, yeah, I'd, I'd be tempted to play Rains to start Raystone. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. What about you, champ? Uh, my back row consists of, off the top of my head, Dfe, Paddy Carrigan, and Tavita Pungai, and on the bench, Luke Garner, Jermaine Hopgood, and Josh Schuster. Mm, interesting. You got Schuster there. I got him in the 5'8". I got Birdo Dewey. I got the Mega Combo. Yeah, it's a good combo. Goal kick and five eights. I figure they both got value in them, and that's my main goal. Is I think Chewy's wasted a five eight. Yep. All right. Well, let's well, quickly he... talk about that. Ben Cooper John's named it um, seven this week, isn't he? I think Coming it's in DCA. the con- I think it's in the contract of yeah, but 
Old DCE's mate. not playing. Yeah, I know. I'm saying, though, but they've got another half there. And a viable half, it seems. I mean, seeing how he goes and seeing how Schuster goes, Ray. I feel like those two could be battling it out for for the actual 5-8 spot. He's 27, bro. He's at his shot. Ah, look, Cody Walker started late. Killed yeah, it, didn't he? he? But Schuster's got it in his contract that um, he's playing 5 eight. I'm pretty sure that was well, I think heavily stipulated. That was kind of like a handshake agreement with Des. people that are no longer at Manly. Oh, there you go, yeah. So I think it's now... If he doesn't perform, I think Manly will say. And that's my thing is new coach, right. new sort of everything, man. Like those contracts, it might be all right. If I, you play 5 eighth, you can leave. They might go great. You're not 5 eighth. You can leave, man. I never should have let Pods go. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got a list of Pods just to sort of have a go at what we did last week, like I did the over 60s. Now, these ones are under 60s. I see the potential in them maybe going. 260s and over. Um, correct me if I'm wrong here. Um, Nobody can correct you to the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, but if you can just honestly see the flaw in my logic, feel free to kick me in the tea. Um, Blake Braley, he, 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 for me, probably should get better. Nico Hines there another year. Um, I just think he's only just shy of 60-point <coughs> average anyway with 58.7. He had he played twenty four games, so he was there for the whole season. Durability there, and uh, he's only one percent owned at the moment, so very very pod region. And I'm pretty sure the Sharks draw is not too bad. What's the price? I uh, didn't write the price down, but he's six hundred odd. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Marshall King, another one, but he has gone the Dolphins different side this I mean, year. Hooker at the Dolphins, Bennett coach side, strong forward pack still. It's just Jeremy Marshall <laughs> King as the players got better. And now I feel with a change of club and a different coaching staff, like if he's a learner, then he hopefully he's learned a little bit. He was only two points shy of 60 anyway. Um, Dolphins don't have a buy till later. Did the Dolphins have the full pack the Bulldogs running last year? Oh, I think they have a decent enough forward pack. With well, Gilbert for a senior citizen club. Stone. play lawn bowl. Well, they do their job. Kenny Brummage If they brought half job. the Storm pack, we were all like 35 plus men, like... Yeah, but they do they have got mm, some they young do a job, but they got some young works as effective in. as Mark a Nichols. TPJ, Luke Thompson, and those kind of guys well, punching through the middleman. Like TPJ dogged it. Let's weigh this stuff up. I, no, no. So you're saying I, he's I, a I wait backed to Jeremy see. King last year. Yeah, heavily he's rated. He's a wait but all right, Braley and Jeremy Marsh King both played 24 games last year. Yeah, point seven of and difference average. If you're looking at head to head. Cook, Robson, and Grant still all outscored him. Robs, uh, Grant and Cook both only played 20 games and still scored more points overall than him and had a way better average week in, week out. So yeah, that's insane. whether it's a head-to-head factor or an overall factor, I think it's just a three-horse race. Oh, Personally, so I, I, look- I do. I do. I'd seen the appeal in Braley, but now looking at the numbers, I think, nah. Well, I've still got Jay Bray there. Cheese is maybe another one who could throw a dynamic in there. Well, I've still got Jay Bray there at fifty-seven point eight, and he only played eight games. Um, and we all know he's decent. Then I got Reed Marnie. Now that's the thing that you were just talking about there. Will Reed Marnie be able to use the forward pack that the dogs have, and be able to project himself up from the fifty-four point six average he had last year? He played twenty-four games at Parra, but. 
it's more Mitchell Moses and Dylan Brown's game where he he's not gonna. It's more he's gonna have a bit of his own game if you know what I'm saying at the door. Oh, I get you're saying, but Para, I think has had and has a superior forward pack than the Bulldogs do this year and last year. Yeah, and he was playing behind that, and I just don't think Reed Marnie has a super coach friendly game. He had that spurt there. He broke out in one season and then just fucking killed himself in the same season. Yeah. And he, like, he ran the ball, cracking out dummy half, and it was great. And then by the end of the season, he was just back to a tackle machine. And I don't think he's improved since then. Now, here's yeah. one I know will pique interest. Aaron Clark. Yep, yep. Right, now, if he, if he plays lock, if he plays lock for... The Titans. Um, he's currently sits at a forty-seven average, but after twenty-one games, but a lot of them games were minute games off the bench at the end. If you know what I mean, he wasn't playing very large. It wasn't to them last few games where he was playing lock that he pumped out some decent scores. One percent owned could be a decent pod. If he gets named come TLT, guaranteed you'll see that ownership rise. He's sure. not. He's not named for this trial. Oh, sorry, he is. He's in the fifteen. So he's not starting. Not starting. All right. So that's oh, exactly you. You're starting. So. Yeah, it's not take nothing out of that. Yeah, nah. Clark last he's year. He's like, much better than not exactly you, like in you said, my opinion. Last year, he he really took it, his game to a different. Well, he's what he's what the new generation looks all about. That ball playing nugget. Can take a run, but can also pass the ball. He's a hooker, so obviously he can pass the ball. So it's yeah. all there lined up, ready to go. You know, exactly use. Was let go from the Roosters for a reason, and he's another one or two years on from there. So let's move on. All right. So now I got Nart, and I got Big Nels. Right, fifty-two average last year. It didn't start much till towards the end of the year. They were sticking with the lights on the edge. He started towards the end of the year, and he was that's when I liked him. In. If you remember, Brad done a a thing about him with about ten rounds to go. I jumped on and then jumped off. And he went on a tear and tear and bust. Um, just like if Big Nass is named, and especially on name prop, starting prop this week. Is he? So I'm not as not as nice. No, oh, I want to run an edge, running yeah. a little half. Another forgotten man, I think who went a bit uh, Nas as well. Twenty two games, two percent owned. Like if he does go into a second row spot, I'd jump on front row at Void. Ming but Max King. Now Max King. Everyone started with him last year, and if you remember, once he got that start and roll, he started chugging, chugging along very nicely. He's only priced at a 51 average due to starting most of his games off the bench last This year, he should be a starting front rower. Um, at 51.3 average, 24 games last year, with probably, what, 20 off the bench. Bro, if he starts and pumps out good minutes, he could be good owner. In a full pack with Tafita Pengar Jr., Luke Thompson, Ryan Sutton, Corey Waddell. Yeah, there's your whole right there. Waddell's a dud. He played good for you last year, and obviously they like him, but he's a wish version of Huss. I just like him. And then Matt Lodge. Yeah, but w- what you got out of him <laughs> last year, I think, is what you're going to get out of him this year. You don't think you'll go over the 51 average? Or Matt, not by maybe much. push fifty five. Then Matt, okay, all right. That's my opinion. I could, I'm no, no, usually wrong. Right. So <laughs> Matt Lodge, Matt Lodge, 
like Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was an injury affected year last year. Changed clubs mid season as well, was it? Come from the Warriors. Um wasn't getting the minutes that he required there. Um uh, only played sixteen games last year, two percent owned. Um I think his price is around the five hundred and something mark. Off twelve or something. There you go. Yeah. Not bad to look at to start. He loves to lead the pack. And if we remember the other year when him and Payne Haas were sort of feeding off each other, they were both pumping out massive scores. Like I was week after week. He's made it into almost every incarn every, you know, incarnation, incarnation of my team, uh, so far. Because he's he's huge, man. And like you said, he loves loves taking a hit up, loves running the ball and setting the pace for the pack and like yeah, he gets up there and he does the nitty gritty. Yeah. So I don't know if his game's full of errors or anything like that, but from like you know, what I, I like. No, to no, see. his game's good. Man. They have the round three He's got buy. The and stuff in him. They do have the round three buy, which might be a deterrent, but <coughs> but Takiyaha's gone. Yeah. Victor Radley loves a suspension or an injury. Yeah. So I think Matt Lodd's very very solid. Well, and they're genuine. Option. They're genuine starting second rows. Um. Gone and now they're filling their second row with, with Nat Butcher who was taking middles. minutes off middles. That's right. And you Egan. Know? Yeah, and Egan well. Butcher's going to get the other with, side, so. Um, Angus being away from the game at the moment. Um, yeah, so he's another one I didn't mind having a, a look at. And no, then I'm, D, I'm a big fan of that. D Saf, he's made it to you all. So we've already touched on him. He's 7% owned. Um, now, Flegler. Flegler's a juicy one to me because I've heard along the grapevines might be getting a late transfer to Melbourne. Now, uh, front row is not so much of a tough position to just fill into it, like like a, a fullback or a half, like in Lockie Miller's case, where he hasn't had a preseason, whereas the front rower, you tuck it and run, mate. That's your job. You don't have to think too much. So if he does manage to get a transfer to Manly, I wouldn't mind saying... Manly or Fle- Melbourne? Manly. You said Melbourne. I oh, meant Manly. Um, Massive difference. Yeah. Massive difference. I'm like, wait, I started front row into Melbourne. This no, good no. man, Nelson, it does was... move to the edge. No, no. Oh, this it could was... be crazy. And Talks now there's actually probably minutes available for him at Manly with Tapao fucking Levy. Yeah, and that's the, yeah, that's the thing. If he does manage, he's just... I've seen it in, in a couple of things, so keep an eye on Flegler. Now, McInnes is another one that's juicy to me. I, I, I'm not sure... How true it is, but is Fanukin going to go into the front row and McInnes start lock? Or do you think McInnes just comes off the bench and does what he does? Because McInnes, if you remember the two, well, three years ago, before he done his ATL, mate, he this, was just a weapon. This like, week, Tadey Rudolph and Royce Hunt are named starting front row. Dale Fanukin 13 with McInnes named 14. Yeah, see, McKin- that means McInnes is no good to anyone. Well, and maybe not, because McInnes could come on after 20 and play the rest of the game. They're still, no, still no good to know. It's still no good to know, and I want McInnes... going to play an 80. Yeah, he's got to be or on the field. Or at least 70 plus. For the, he needs to start. As long as humanly possible, and yeah, the start's where it's at. Uh, then now, well, if you're not starting, you're playing 60 minutes max, unless there's an injury or a HIA. Yeah. Maybe even, like, 50, because... The interchanges are starting to get set back further and further. So, if you're not starting, you're already behind the eight ball big time. Once again, though, you might not be wrong, and it could be Fanukin out there being he's going to be the other front rower, the lead front rower. He's out there playing a game with these two, trying to figure out which one he wants to partner in to start the season. No, I think Toby Rudolph and Royce Hunt done a 
really good job for him last year and Braden Hamlin ULA as yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, oh, they oh. all performed well above expectations. Yeah. Now they've, crack at all they've also added Oregon Kafusi McInnes to is the mix as well. So he's huge. There's, he's a there's another middle forward there that McInnes's versatility crew is going to be because he can play sort of all the way along there in the forwards. Yeah, you can put, put him in the centers in if you need to. Well, he'll tackle a front row. Ted, Teddy will love this one. They've named Teague Wilton at twelve and Wade Graham at fifteen. Yeah. So, can you captain off the bench? I'm guaranteed. I'm gonna <laughs> Kirk Lee. I'm gonna say Wade Graham starts, but for the season, I'm still I'm back. Yeah, this one was the most surprising. I know he's an under sixty average, but since we've been podcasting. Since we've been pre pre since we've been podcasting, this man gets a mention every year. Um, Corey Parker, no, no. Jason Tomalolo. Now he played twenty three games last year, so the versus durability's back for the full Um Fifty seven point seven average. I'm not sure if at the start of the year they were was they still mucking around with his minutes with Potter. No, so that's my question: Is durability backed? Or is Todd Payton's, oh, we're going to use him sparingly theory actually paying off? Well, you never know. We'll, we'll just go with no. But, well, if, they, if they're backing that theory and it keeps paying off, well, is he going to keep paying reduced minutes and be super coach irrelevant? Well, no, because by the end of the year, he got his minutes back and Cotter was playing front row. I think by the end end of the year, it's hard to dip back out. But I think I brought him in on expectations and... Now, another one that I had last year in my team, he done a job for me, made some money, and I got him out just due to their run, was Tyson Frizzell. Now, again, talking about the Knights, Jay, Jay Bray wasn't there at the start of the year, so Frizz wasn't getting the best of service and didn't have the best of halves. Now he's got uh, Hastings and Pong floating around. Can you see, like, any love for Frizz? I prefer if he's as a middle, personally. Yeah, but do you say, would you would you buy him in your super coach team? What's he worth? Um, don't know what he's worth. So he seems a bit expensive. Yeah, not at that price. Dave Fafita is six hundred and twenty. That's what I mean. He might come into my side later on because I know he's a weapon. Like I know he is an absolute beast, man. Ever since he was at the Dragons, when I started watching, like he's just a weapon. So. Lolo finished the season with a 55, 45, 51, 48, 34. Yeah, so he checked out. Or they were saving him for finals. And then that butcher's made my list because he's still only 4% owned. Um, yum, yum. With the news that the second row is very under, undermanned at the moment, the Roosters, that butcher, very juicy. Um, played 24 games last year. Average of 55.1, but I think if you look into his numbers a bit deeper, once he was starting his numbers... He got a hat-trick when he started a second row one night. Uh, yeah. when, he, when he started and got good minutes, his numbers are yeah. superior. When, when he started second row, it was nice. Yeah, but once he goes back to the middle, if he goes back to the middle, I think you, you take the money you've got out of him and nah. you run. No, you hang on. Yeah. Does uh, he's work, playing mate. 55-60 in the middle. Yum, yum. Now, just another couple quick ones. I'll just chop through them because I feel like I've 
taking up heaps of time. It's all right, mate. Fatala Mariner, um, 44.9 average, played the season with a busted foot most of the year. If you remember last year, he had that tiny bone that doesn't heal. Was near going to rub him out of the game. Uh, back this year, he only played spring. 13 games. Now, it's the same drama. There's a lot of mouths to feed at the dogs, but... Yeah, he, he's sh- playing edge, but... Should play good minutes. If he and plays 80 on that edge, isn't yeah. he named captain this year? He's club captain, not on-field captain. It's weird. Um, Stupid. Yes, I didn't idiot. want to say it, but yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's weird. Let's, um, let's name two people who have never played for our club. Captain. Oh, sorry, Burton played the year. My now, bad. Jing. Now, Josh King down in Melbourne. Um, but no, back on that one. Fuzzy. I think Fuzzy, if he plays left side with... Burton but, uh, and Fox. I think there could be some good value there. Yeah. Definitely. Don't have a buy for a little while too, so that's that's one thing. Fuck the buys. Don't read so much. I'm just still got to have the buys in, in mind, and that's sort of why he made my bit of paper is because he's not going to have a buy for a while, and at 1% own and with potential to make money, I, I like it. Yeah, it's good value. Now, Jing, Jing, Jing this year, I expect his role to change just because cheese is gone. Uh, I know they bought some players, but Cheese was taking minutes out of him last year by playing that lock role. Now, this year, it could be up for Jing. could be another decent year for Jing. He, he finished the year on a 43 average, and that would have been due to them using Cheese a fair bit more by the end. Nelson's playing edge too, but... Yeah. And now Jing Kamikamika is... Kamikamika was coming back from an ACL midway through the season, so he was trying to ease back, I feel. I think his minutes will increase this year. Uh, Jesse Bromwich is gone too, but yeah. So there's another middle gone. Yeah. Yeah, and then all right. Um, now I've gone on just this. These two have made the list just basically because Teddy asked, and Louie was an owner last year, so you want to give him that mic for a sec. Um, Sammy Walker, fifty-nine point three. Can you see him improving on that average from last year? I never owned him last year. No, you got the next guy. You got Dearden at 58.2, yes. 21 game sample size. Um, now, Tommy Dearden done well for you, did he not, at the start of the year? He did, he did. He had a string of, I think, three or four games where he did really well. And he juiced um, up some money, or you didn't sell at the right time? I didn't sell at the right time. Yes. So I had a, I had an opportunity to jo- go Dearden to Munster. And I would have made catch, uh, not sorry, not dead into monster, dead into Moses. Yeah, and yeah. I would have made cash from that trade. Uh, and I decided no, I'll hold off. And I think that was that week. Uh, did and didn't have a good week, and Munster was that first massive score that he went, and he price went up through the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do. I just remember you having did and. Yeah. Would you spear someone into Deer? You've looked at the Cowboys run. It's a pretty dream run. Look, yeah, they've. I've got Tuolagi currently uh, in my starting in my centre wings because I'm looking at the draw thinking they're going to score tries. Yeah. Same with Val Holmes. He's definitely an option. Dearden, he, he can, he's going to score points definitely in that round. Well, he played Origin last year. He, he came of age. So he's, he's only going to be getting better. Yeah. Only going to be getting better. So definitely viable option. Yeah, so I put him there just because they have a dream run. Um, very pod at 3%. Those 3% would have been the people that have obviously sold at the right time and didn't get scorned. But he, I do remember him going on run last year. Um, and him and Nanai seem to do 
good things together. Um, yeah. It kicks for Nano. I think that's where he got a lot of a lot of tries points. There. Yeah. Well, um, Sammy Walker averaged seventy at the back end of the last year. One score under fifty. So I think you can throw him in in the mix. Yeah, and you rode him off. <laughs> Why are we back here? You took us back there, bro. Right in, no, you uh, took us back there before Tom did. You mentioned Sam Walker. Yeah, because you're Molly. Um, that was Jazzy's list, the other list. So, Jazzy, you don't get him. I'll get him. I've got him. <laughs> um, Cody don't Walker. Don't get Sam Walker. Cody Walker I also have on my list. Tough draw, but for South, which is a deterrent. Probably to start the year with him, but... Nah, South can score points against any I man. Cody Walker for me is just... Trolls numbers back that up. One of them blokes that can do anything at any time. And if we remember that that year that I think um, Timmy Williams come second, that last that last yeah. game where he got two... No, he came second because Cody Walker scored 200 points in that last game or 199 points in that last game. And the dude he was playing had captain on him or something. I don't remember how it goes now, but Cody Walker definitely scored the 199 and it, went, it was the highest score for the year and everyone was gobsmacked with it and I was a non-owner. Um, and I think even even though South had that tougher draw, in those tougher games, you look for him to make something out of nothing. So you'll definitely still be getting the points. Or give the ball to Trell who makes up now nothing and he yeah. gets the assist. Yeah. Now I've got... I've got Ezra Mam on the list because Ezra only played 13 games last year. First season of NRL. First season of first grade. Like, at 55.5 average, that's pretty good for a bloke who's only 13 game sample size. Um, shoot, like, don't get me wrong, doesn't have any appeal of, like, goal kicking or anything like that. But Broncos are looking a little bit better. Um, I know there's some fresh information that they might be a star down to start the year. Someone went to court today for some ain't of shit. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so Ezra Mam is on my list. Well, apart from Dewey and Burton, can't think of any other 5 eight who actually kicks goals. Mm. Then I've got Luke Metcalf. So Just... That's what I mean. I wouldn't hold that against him. Yeah. I think at that 55 average, another preseason, another year with A-Ray, Luke Walsh now, connecting at the back. They've got a good forward pack still. No, I not, can't see him going backwards, that's for sure. Not only that, but um, it's. I think I saw today Adam Reynolds has been ruled out of the next round due to injury. The, the next trial. Uh, trial round, yeah. Uh, which also begs the question, next season he might injured a bit more Adam Reynolds Ezra Mann will probably collect those points nah I think without A-Ray the team just goes shit then I have to look into that a bit deep I, did, I just like what I've seen from Ezra and he's probably got a, a year better and a pre-season not that he would have been playing there last year training there but he wouldn't have been there number 6 if you know what I mean he would have been there back up number 6 and training as that not I there. think Tyson Gamble was their number the front six. runner yeah and now I've got Metcalf on his one-game sample size at fullback. If he gets star, sign me up. That's what I think. If he can get anywhere. Where's he available? Uh, in the halves, I think. Um, yeah. The drama with Metcalf is... 5'8". Five five he's, he's in that worry. He's in that warrior side. And how many times in the past have we all... You have even done it, Juzzy. 
Um, we've all bought that cheap half from the Warriors. He's got a three games and... Mate, I've bought bought all three of them. I rode SJ (laughs) for years and years and years at the Warriors. I've had Keegan, I've had CNK, I've had all the ones that got three games and turfed out um, over the years. So that's my only worry with a Warriors anything, Um, except for Tahu, who just does what he wants. Um, Then I've got Reese Walsh. Now, Looked really good in the trial. I know he's got a fractured eye socket, but I think what that comes down to is pain management. It's you they can reckon pl- he'll be right for round you one. You can play. Um, now he's got a fifty-two point seven average. Only played seventeen games last year. In a game in a team that checked out eighteen months ago. They gave up last year very but hard. Midway through the year before, they gave up. Man, like, worrying thing. He, he didn't want to be there for. Well, the worry, the worrying thing for me was he gave up too. He signed with New Zealand and said, I don't want to live in New Zealand. Yeah, but you just wanted to play first grade, bloke. Because they, they were based in Redcliffe at the time when yeah, he signed, you know? It was a lot easier to yeah, drive down but the road. I'll, I'll, I'll do. i like, if KP wasn't named, Reece Walsh would be in my team, but KP's my man. Well, KP's next on the list with a 50.4 average. Only played 14 games last year, 5% owned at the moment. Year before, injury affected. Year before that, he was second only to Teddy, I think. Year before that, he was third to Teddy and Turbo. And year before that, he, oh, sorry, one of the years of fourth to Teddy Troll and Turbo. And year before that, second to one of them. Like, his potential's there, numbers are there, just needs to stay on the field. And then this is just, a, I think, a dog's from the dog's, from my little dog's heart. And now Avarillo, 30, he's, he's priced at a 34.2, but if he starts at fullback, surely. He's not starting fullback, bro. Yeah, but, huh? When? Hayes Perham's starting fullback. Oh, I'd like, I'd rather Burns, actually. Raiden Burns looked better at fullback than Perham. For the Maori, however. He played wing, didn't he? No, he played fullback. Did he? Raiden Burns. Yeah, Burns did on the weekend looked okay. Yeah. I watched the the mini game. But yeah, that's hey, all the pods I've well. got. Um but yeah, I think a few of them are pretty viable if you really crunch some numbers and have a look deep, you can Definitely. You can find some pods and some maybe some money makers in amongst that. So I, I didn't even look at Ezra Man, but now that you've mentioned it I'm starting to Yummy yum on Ezra lad. No. All right. Well, what do you got over there? Anything left? Couple of codes. Give out the codes. All right, league code. There's only a few spots left, so jump in. It's nine one three five four three. We have the Super Coach three sixty group code, which is seven zero nine two three six. Um, Big Ted has thrown in a gift card for that, so you want to win that one. And the Supercoach live chat one is 106545. Some good dudes over there to try and get in and beat. Um, fellas, anything? Nope. Um, I just want to quickly go through my team and where we're sitting at um, with the Podmasters Cup. I need some advice and putting some stuff together. Like I said earlier, I've put a couple of teams into you guys, which you guys have laughed straight out of there. So I'm trying to find that balance. And I know you're going to tear this one apart, but do what you got to do because I need to figure out where am I actually spending that cash. Con, you got my team there on the Supercoach table. 
So we got Reese Robson, Brandon Smith in my hookers. Front row. Who am I looking at at the moment? Christian Welsh, Lindsay Collins, Stefano Udo Ikamano, David Moali. Uh, back row, we've got Luke Garner, Jermaine Hopgood, Josh Schuster, Tavita Pangai Jr., Paddy Carrigan, Deefy, uh, Walker Hines in the half, uh, Burton Dewey in the 5'8". Now, my wings are a bit thin. Uh, I've got Coates, Smith, Sini, Harley Smith-Shields, Isaac Thompson, Alan Motti, and Carm uh, Piera. And then fullback, I've got Tommy Turbo and KP. So what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? Because I feel like it's strong and there's a lot of value and a lot of potential to grow money in there, um, which was my goal. But seeing as how I'm representing, you know, the boys in the Podmasters Cup, I want to make sure we're doing the right thing. So, we, I mean, that's that's our goal is to win that competition. Well, that's, that's, that is where we want to be. We want to be at least up in the top tier of that competition because... Fuck! You should see the talent in there. Like you're up it's against, epic. you're up against it. Like I'll be honest, I've come twentieth like three times in a row. It's only been around for three years, <laughs> so it shows you. Like every year, I just keep dropping down the seed. Um, look, you haven't done bad. Zach Sinney for me, I don't think gets a run. I know they're only placeholders, but you got to got to remember if you're going in with a bottom dollar placeholder, you you're gonna have to get one as well. Like. He's not really holding a place at 200 grand. Um, Thompson, I'm not sure, gets a run. Look, I like Smith, Raymond Smith. Smith Shields, how, what's he in? He's only probably going to get six to eight weeks. But that's all right, because if that eight weeks can make me 200K and then I move him on, that's my goal. Yeah, yeah, that's not, not a bad way to look at it. I don't know if I'd play him. Alamondi, I'd play. I, I watched him on the weekend. He's pretty good. Um, I'd probably play him over Sydney. Braden Burns. Yeah, he gets one center. Yeah. Well, we'll see what way we go. I don't know what way the coach goes. Mm. Look, no, you're on the right track, I think, Juzzy. Um, Con's heavily in on, he's invested on Ponga. He thinks he'll do well. I'm, I'm, I'm in on Tommy. I think he does well. Um, I think Remus Smith will do well for you. Um, I'd watch out on whoever does jag that spot on the Titans at the playing. Titans because there's people coming back in round three and four. I can't remember who they were. If that Willie gets a Stormwing spot too, yum yum, get on in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if it's only for six, seven rounds, while many plays fullback, hundred percent, get on him because he's guaranteed to make some cash. Pretty much, he'll get, score tries in the end of that back line. Scroll up for us, bro. Uh, yeah, see. Dewey Burton, I can't fault you on that. So, but who do I get for the same price, Con? You can't just shill over Sam Walker. I don't think you can. I think you either have to go Sam Walker and bite the bullet. So you're telling me to go thinner in my second row? Because I've got, I got yeah. Defee, Carrigan, Pungai. Downgrade. Get 10 of Boyd starts inside Fifi. If 10 of starts inside Fifi, get on him. Ditch Sam Walker. Yuck, yuck. All right, because Tanner Boyd's been in every iteration of my team up until now, like 100%. Tanner Boyd was like, all right, he's value 300 and something. If he gets a starting hooker spot, then he's going to make money. Well, Tanner, starting 5-8, is he? Well, Tanner, Tanner, <coughs> that's right, Aaron Clark, Aaron Clark. Tanner Boyd showed 
exact same shit that Toby Sexton threw out last year on the weekend. Uh, they're much a match. I don't know if he does get a start, Tanner Boyd, to be honest with you. He's named to start again this year, this week. With Foreign or with old mate Sexton? Uh, I'm not sure. It might be with Foz. Really? Okay. I'll have to double check. Yeah, for me, you could probably... If Payne Haas does play, that affects Carrigan a little bit. I think you could probably wait to bring Carrigan in later, if you know what I mean. Like, find someone even 200 grand cheaper, 100. I, I, I can go to bottom dollar almost in, in and then the back you, row. You can bring in... You could bring in, like, Nathan for Walker and not have to worry about it all year. About Tanner Boyd. You've got your cover for Origin. You've got your cover for the Boys. Yeah. Udo Ikamanu and Moali. See value in both of those guys? <clears throat> Moali, not sure on job security or anything. Didn't do too bad last year, but I think you'll find that you'll be able to get someone better than Moali by the start of the year. Plus the TLT, you know? Yeah. I think. You never know. He might be the guy. I've seen him in well, a lot of Moale, teams. He'll be coming off the bench. <coughs> I've seen oh, yeah. him in he a lot of teams. He will be coming off the bench. Um, looks like Hamay Selly. I haven't seen confirmation, but he looks like he's picked up a bit of a yeah, calf no, injury in the last trial. Yeah. So, he, yeah. I've heard him and Havili are out injured, which means more and will have yeah, to step up. Yeah, Havili's... I can't remember what he did, but he's out for quite a few he's weeks. He's out for at least six weeks. Stepped in yeah. a pothole and did his ankle, I think. Turf day, yeah. In the yeah, so Moale, def- he'll be coming off the bench. Yes. So yeah, you, you look, you'll be able to read jazz. You'll be able to read jig it. What do you got left coin wise? Hundred. Hundred k. So yeah, if you downgraded Carrigan, I'd have four hundred k to upgrade. Well, you got to look at who you who's got the biggest ceiling and what way you want to go with that. Pangai Junior's probably got a higher ceiling, but much lower floor than Carrigan. I think I think Pungo's going to have a higher floor this year, so well, then we're going to see a higher work rate. Carrigan would be the one I got rid of, um, and then that gives you bulk cash. Gives you bulk cash. What do you got left in the in the kitty? Five thirty-five, still decent money. You still be able to pick up someone of of. Decent caliber, I think. You got your jewel there in Thompson. Um, Clark, he's he's a sneaky. I'd, I'd be keeping an eye on Clark. I haven't got Ray Stone. Probably slide Ray Stone in there. You could, you know who it. You could slide in Nat Butcher in there. No, I can't afford Nat Butcher. Yeah, you can, can't you? No, Nat Butcher's about fifty k out of reach. Yeah, oh, is he spewing? Egan Butch is going to start on the other second row. That's anything for you. So just Mary. just for reference for the viewers, what they what they did is they traded out Sam Walker out of halfback and Paddy Carrigan out of second row, brought in Nathan Cleary, and that's the five thirty five that they have left remaining for that second row spot. So now I've got Fuzzy in there as well, and that Vitalo gives me sixty four. Yeah. Does that give you too many dogs? And yeah, that's it. That's what I'm thinking. You know, I'm like, not sure if I'm sold on someone like him. Um, yeah, there's, I suggest you do a little bit of, yeah, yeah, and you still have change, you have decent money, 200,000 even, 170,000, so that still gives you options to 
to upgrade a Robson to a Harry or, or do whatever you really need to do come TLT. Yeah, and that that's looking strong. Like that, that's still looking strong. In fact, adding Nathan to the mix. Well, it gives you that option. See, like first thing you hate, potentially damaged by players that you pick and choose to get out if you want. Anyway, should we wrap it up? Should All we right, wrap okay. it up mm -hmm. while you do that? Uh, thanks again, guys, coaches, for uh, tuning in. Gentlemen, thank you kindly for your uh, guidance and time. Thanks for staying with us this, uh, yeah, this one and three hour. quarters of an hour. It's hit quarter past ten. Thank you very much for sticking around. Shit. We can swear now. Kids should be in bed. <laughs> All right, peace. So that final trade I did was I got rid of, um, I upgraded. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.